Welcome back. This time, we're going to talk about Daniel Jones, hometown quarterback for me. I'm from New York. Um, but it's going to be very exciting. We know that Daniel Jones is very popular uh, in Dynasty. He has his long-term contract. I've noticed his ADP is going up. But, you know, it's a real question. Is he going to be able to kind of maintain what he did last year? So we're going to bring you the answer. The answer. I think everyone should be excited to hear that, right? The answer. If you like the video, just make sure to like, leave a comment. If you're watching on Premiere, just comment in the live chat. I appreciate that more than anything. But let's get started with Daniel Jones. So, uh, Conan, I know that you uh, have some opinions about Daniel Jones. Some opinions. So let's hear about that. Yeah, I mean, I know we uh, we changed changed the page to Dynasty answers, so we have to give the answers. Uh, that's what the people. Well, we want. have to. I mean, the people demand to. it. They demand answers. <laughs> Go ahead. Absolutely. So, I mean, I think. When we think back to Daniel Jones last year, I think a lot of things kind of fell in place where it just worked out well. He, I think, obviously had his career year. He earned the bag. Uh, he even led the team to the playoffs. So, I mean. Playoffs? I, I, I do think, you know, he was QB9 in points per game. And that was really with just 3,200 passing yards, 15 passing touchdowns, five interceptions really not numbers that you're you're impressed wowed by right and so i, I think impressed. really when you <laughs> what is there to be impressed about I, i'm not impressed so i i do think the the part you are you know you're like oh okay that's that's kind of impressive it is i think what fueled that qb9 finish which was just his legs you know he he had a career best 708 rushing yards. He had seven rushing touchdowns, which is actually more rushing touchdowns than he's had all three of his first years combined. So I, it, I'm not really sure if this is going to be the new norm, you know? So it, it, like... The new norm? <laughs> Why would it be the new norm? I, I don't... Oh, man. Daniel Jones is so overpaid and so... Ugh, it's bad. It's bad. I... Not optimistic about these rushing numbers continuing. Seven rushing touchdowns versus five in the first three years combined. It's it's not good. It's not good. I mean, it was a career high in passing at 3,200 yards as well. I'm I'm highly concerned. I'm highly concerned. He's someone I, yeah, very, very concerned. Uh, you know, but the key thing is that as long as he plays, he's still going to be fantasy viable. So he's someone where we have to take a different look at Dynasty and real life. It's a good case study, real life, redraft. Uh, it's a good case study and a big difference. Because in redraft, you only have to play one year at a time. And I think it's safe to say that Daniel Jones is not going to be benched this year, right? And his contract says, I mean, he was owed $63 million in dead cap for 2024. So he's going to be the starter for the next two years, almost for sure. And then in 2025, it was a two-year commitment. 2025, they can move on. But, mm, man. I uh, I don't love him, but I, I know you have some other other things. Yeah, I mean, when I say the new norm, I, I think that's what, you know, people see how, where he finished last year. They see the team invested in giving him this, this big contract. And so I, I'm just hoping that people aren't duped into thinking, you know, okay, that, that was it. That was his breakout. That's what we expect from here on out for every, every year. Um. And so, like, I, I just wanted to, you know, temper some expectations there 
where, you know, yes, the interceptions have gone down every year. That's a great sign. You know, he went from 12 to 10 to seven to five. I mean, great things. That's great. And so really when we're looking at Daniel Jones and kind of where we expect him to finish this upcoming season, it's not really even a bet that his year end numbers are going to be like atrocious compared to this past year where he's not even getting close to 3000 passing yards or, or 15 to 20 passing touchdowns or 500 plus rushing yards. Like I expect more, mostly similar numbers in terms of a full stat line. But I, I think it's really more of an indication that last year in terms of quarterback scoring, the, the highest of the highs, all the, the studs, you know, the Mahomes, the Hurts, the Josh Allens, they were just, they had separated themselves from the rest of that QB one tier or just rank where, you know, like I, I listed a few guys that last year had a lower points per game than Daniel Jones. And I think a lot, I think some people would be very surprised at some of these names because their names like Trevor Lawrence, who took that. That one step- I think would surprise people. Yeah. Yeah. And then Dak Prescott, who's, you know, been a top 10 quarterback yeah. most years of, of his career. Uh, someone like Justin Herbert, who had, you know, a disappointing year, but still was, you know, a top 10, top 12 quarterback. And then Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, you know, guys that have in well, the no past. Well, no one would be surprised that they were lower, but no, they were but, terrible for fantasy. But, but <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, where it's like, do we really expect Daniel Jones? Like, are we going to rank it like Daniel Jones is actually going to be higher and score more points and do more? I know it's fantasy. It's not real life football. But are we really going to rank it as if he's going to score more points and be better in fantasy than any of the guys I just listed? Like, I just maybe one. uh, Maybe maybe I I Daniel Jones higher than you. I I it's tough. Daniel Jones is the kind of thing where like. It's hard to make the Russian go away. They didn't add a lot of other receivers. So mm-hmm. I think that he is still getting at the fantasy points. I do have him higher than Aaron Rodgers, no matter the format. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is someone I just, I'm, I'm good. I don't want Aaron Rodgers. But when it comes to Deshaun, I do have Deshaun Watson higher in six point. And I think Daniel Jones is also a, a good idea of the big difference between four and six point passing touchdowns. In four point passing touchdowns, Daniel Jones has more upside. And six-point passing touchdowns were all passing touchdowns are worth the same. Not nearly as much upside. So I have him at 11 and four-point and 14 and six-point. So it's a pretty big difference. Yeah, I mean, and I think it's more so like those first three names I really uh, I rattled off. You know, Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert. Like those are three names that I don't think I I don't think I'll see anyone ranking below Daniel Jones. And so, I mean, I think like I was saying, it's more so that other quarterbacks just seem to have like a down year, especially in the back end of the quarterback ones and the the top end. Last of the year was twos. one of the lowest scoring like quarterback seasons in a long time. Mm-hmm. And so, and to highlight that, so Daniel Jones was QB nine, and he was he had eighteen point four points per game. And so, if we look back at twenty twenty one, that's actually not even in the top twelve in terms of points per game among quarterbacks. And so, I do think these other quarterbacks that fell below him in points per game, those names I just listed, like I think they're going to bounce back. And even the other two names that I know it's a little bit iffy, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, I do think everyone expects them to do better this year than they did last year. I don't know how you get that much lower than last year when you're looking at those two names. So it's just 
when if if Daniel Jones puts up those same numbers and he's you know he's still averaging the same points, but now that becomes the quarterback 14 or 15 with those same numbers. It's just he doesn't give the same advantage that he did this year because the scoring just overall was lower. And I think that's kind of the point, the the, the final point that I wanted to make is just like, I don't expect Daniel Jones to be awful. Like he clearly has improved and he put together his best season last year. And like you said, it's on the back of the, the rushing certainly provides this like just floor that other quarterbacks that don't aren't mobile can't provide. But I, I just don't, I just think other quarterbacks are going to catch up. They're going to play how we kind of expect them to play and not score less than Daniel Jones on a given year, some of these big names. And so I just don't think he's going to provide as much of an advantage at that quarterback spot. Um, you know, especially in like a court, a one quarterback format where last year he was a viable starter throughout the year. And this year, I, I just like, I, I don't know if I would feel comfortable having him as my, my every week starter. Like, I don't know how much of an advantage that's going to give me. Yeah. I wouldn't want that. I, I think the main thing for me is the super flex ADP quarterback 16. That's actually fine, but it's 25th overall, which is just not really with the reality. I, I mean, you can get players, Brees Hall, Chris Olave, Jameer Gibbs are all available after him. I know, I know quarterbacks are worth a lot in Superflex, but I mean, let's, we're getting carried away. I, I don't, I don't want to draft him there. I'll have none of him in Superflex. And one QB, I actually don't mind his value. And one QB, I don't mind. If my quarterback washes out, I can just get another one. But in Superflex, it's way, way out of control uh, in Dynasty. So I'm, I'm going to be out on Daniel Jones in Dynasty. He's an obvious sell for me. If you can get multiple firsts or any of the players I just listed, I would easily take it. I also feel like you can turn Daniel Jones into like CJ Stroud in some formats. And I think CJ Stroud is going to be an actually good real life quarterback. And Daniel Jones, I I don't see that. I think the Giants are going to regret handing him this contract. And I, you know, I'm not sure. What's the upside of Jared Goff career where you kind of hang on as the franchise quarterback, starting quarterback, kind of, you're always talking about being replaced every year. And he's kind of locked it down a little bit, but I don't even see Daniel Jones making that kind of improvement. I think that the Giants got backed into a corner. They got stuck with Daniel Jones. They overpaid him. They're probably going to regret that decision. And I think that he's going to play his two years and they'll probably be moving on to another quarterback after that. That's my honest long-term take on Daniel Jones. I just don't love it. But for this year for fantasy, I'm fine with him as a low-end quarterback one, high-end quarterback two kind of value. Well, if you liked uh, this video, uh, make sure, as I said earlier, like, comment, subscribe, hit the notifications bell. You can also check out my Patreon if you want to see where I have everyone ranked, all those players. And uh, yeah, we will see you all next time. Thank you. Thank you.